Hello, and welcome to the Atomic Kingdom Podcast, colon, geek out, or hashtag geek out, whatever you want to do. Probably should do hashtag geek out, I think. That makes more sense. Anyway, it's geek out episode, so uh, expect a lot of insanity. My name is Dave. Joining me tonight, representing Atomic Geekdom, is Jenny. What's up, people? Hope everybody had a good fourth. Jenny, did you have a good fourth, aside from hiding your dogs from the fireworks? I, I, yeah, I miss enjoying the 4th of July. Now I just have to deal with M80s going off 24 hours a day for three weeks straight and <laughs> a dog trying to dig its way through my hardwood floor. So Awesome. So, yeah, not the most exciting one on my end, but. Yeah. All right. Um, also joining us are both two broke geeks. Matt, hello. Uh, hey there. What's up? And then Justin. Hey. I knew that was, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Hey. I knew somebody was going to do it. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, oh. Also joining us are both of the Just Two Pals podcast hosts, Johnny. Hi. And Randy. Hello. Randy just posted a nice review of, is it called Monster Boss? Boss Monster. Boss Monster. I knew I was going to do that. Yeah. Uh, Boss Monster, you can find at TomGeekin.com. Looks like a sweet game. I think I'm going to check it out with uh, if I can find some friends that will play it. Or if I can just find some friends, period. Just find one friend. <laughs> it's still good. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Geek Out, we're going to cover some news. We're going to talk about what happened this week in geek-related news. And then uh, I got some cool questions for you guys to to ponder over. And hopefully we'll have some fun and make... Make the peoples out there laugh. And as always, when I ask those questions, I want anybody listening to tell us their answers as well. So hit us up on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. You can even tweet at the boys at uh, 2BG Pod for Two Broke Geeks or at, at Just Two Pals, the number two, um, on Twitter and let them know your answers as well. Or if you want to just tell Jenny on her own, she's at Robbie Art. Uh, yep. but, but if you tweet at Atomic Geekdom, she sees those as well. So if, if, she, yeah. has, if she has time. <laughs> No, I see them all. I see them all. She gets updated every time. I know. I get to see all the back and forths. It's yeah. pretty awesome. I'm sure she loves it when we do live tweeting. Oh, that's that's the best. Because <laughs> it's like every second my phone goes... Burn, 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 you might burn. want to turn your notifications <laughs> off. Uh, all I, right. I, but then I have to remember to turn them back on. And yeah. Stupid. You know how it goes. Sounds Stupid. like a whole process. Oh, it is a whole process. So I yeah, just sort of deal with thing. the uh, the phone making noise. <laughs> or just turn off the phone noise. All right. Well, it vibrates. Come oh. on, Dave. All, right. All right. I'm Uh-oh. sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Real quick. Let's, uh, let's run through some DC TV news. Uh, Arrow casting. Uh, <laughs> seems like every week we're talking about Arrow stunt casting or just casting. Uh, but... He, after Stephen Amell faced off with him at w, in WWE, which was a cool setup, it worked out well. I'd give Amell props; he did some pretty good stuff in the match. Uh, Cody Rhodes, aka Stardust, formerly of the WWE, he just left. He is set to appear in at least one episode of Arrow, uh, more likely going up against uh, the Green Arrow at some point. You would think he's not going to be friends with him. Uh, so dumb. <laughs> uh, so dumb. Okay, guys. Good news on the Arrow front. Diggle's gonna get a new mask. Oh, good. Made by too S- little, too late. Made by Cisco from the Flash. No. Oh. Diggle returns like the for rapper. another terrible season. 
<laughs> the, the bad news is, yes, there is one more season at least of Arrow. Probably more. <laughs> uh, you just want the you want it to be over, huh, Dave? Because uh, I don't want to watch anymore. Tired of defending <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not defending it anymore. I'm just watching it. Uh, okay. Stephen Amell and a lot of other people were at Heroes and Villains Fan Fest this weekend, this past weekend in New Jersey. He uh, mentioned that the first two episodes, which he's only read the first three scripts, and they're you know under in production now. Um, so the first two episodes refocuses us on what the core mission of the show should be, and that to me is very exciting. Plus, Russia. So the flashbacks are going to be in Russia. For the last year of flashbacks, mm. can't do flashbacks anymore after this year because he was only gone. For right. five, he was only gone for five years. It's true. Uh, sense. So it refocuses on what the core mission of the show should be. So well, we'll see what that means. Uh, no idea. Um, cooler news for those that can't watch the CW. I think this applies to Justin. No, I can now. Oh, never mind. Well, just <laughs> cool, cool news in general for people that don't like to wait a week and they like to binge watch the shows after they air. Netflix and the CW has made a deal that uh, all of those shows that you watch on the CW, uh, was it My Ex-Girlfriend? Is that what you guys watch? Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Supernatural, Vampire Diaries, and then all the DC shows, Arrow, Supergirl, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and whatever else is on the CW these days, uh, will debut on Netflix eight days after the respective seasons, season finales have ended. Have aired so yeah, but here's uh, I liked the deal they had with Hulu better. Yeah, well, suck it. I know, but the the thing is, like with Hulu, it was a next day deal. I mean, it was rolling five. It wasn't, but like right, you know, they would have ep- uh, season whatever. You know, if, if it was episode one of the season, it would be up the next day, mm-hmm. and then right through till five. And so that way, if you missed it the night before, you could watch it on Hulu or you could ditch your dish or your cable and just have Hulu and still watch your CW shows on Hulu. And now you can't do that anymore unless you want to wait till the end of the season to do the Netflix deal. Or you can go to CW's. Right. And deal with CW's app, which you can't watch on your TV. Yeah, that player sucks. Yeah. It's yeah, it's awful. It's, so it, it's a give and take. It's a good and bad. Yeah, binge watching is completely taken over. Right. Um, yeah. And then so I, I'm not surprised that they're going this route. It's I, honestly that's what I prefer. I I like the idea that if I miss the episode, I can just watch it on Hulu. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, how many people these days have DVRs? If they have cable boxes, they probably most mm-hmm. most companies just offer the DVR with it now. Yeah. Right, but even um, more people are getting rid of their – like I was going to get rid of DirecTV until this Netflix deal and now I'm keeping it and paying my $75 a month to watch you know, so. I, I, just, I just called DirecTV two weeks ago and told them they can have everything back. I'm like, I don't want it anymore. It's pros and cons though because like I've, I've got Sling TV now which mm-hmm. is super affordable. So we do Sling, and then we pay for the individual apps like Showtime, HBO, and Stars. Yeah. Um, but it all it all depends on your internet connection. So if right. you know we're working in the computer, like if I'm doing a podcast and I'm using Skype, I'm pretty sure if, if we're watching something on TV, either the Skype call is going to get a little choppy or the TV is going to get a little choppy. So there's pros and cons, but 
in most things. And the other thing is I have to watch live because if not, it might take them a day or two to get it up on demand. So there's no like DVR options. So there are some yeah. downsides, but I'm it's weird glad that you don't have to be held, you know, at ransom by the cable companies. We don't have a, like a great, like a super great connection. We got a, a decent AT&T connection for internet and I do Skype calls with you guys every, every time. And my roommate's always watching Netflix yeah, it seems like I'm finding too, and I I think it might be Sling just because sure. they're so new to the market. They're like streaming. tonight, like tonight, yeah, because tonight, um, Patrick was going to watch. Uh, so you think you can dance? That's like his his guilty pleasure show. Sure, and he couldn't get it to work. He just kept getting the spinning wheel of death. Yeah, but. When we go to Netflix or HBO now, we can launch anything right away, and it played fine. I so I, it's probably the app. It's the apps. Yeah, I have problems with the HBO app every so often, and then uh, the WWE Network app I have some issues with sometimes, or I use Apple TV for that stuff. And, yeah, it's that's definitely the app. Netflix I've never had a problem with since, you know, for as long as I can remember. It seems like they've kind of figured it out, but... Uh, anyway, all right, uh, moving on to DCEU news, movie news, and this might start a debate, or it might not, but it's just, it's hype time, one month, less than one month, till Season Suicide Squad comes out. Woohoo! Uh, so we'll see, fingers crossed. The hype train is going, they got all the magazine covers now for EW, and uh, action figures are coming out, some cool Hot Toys figures coming out. Um... What's what's the general buzz surrounding the movie as of right now, a month out? Are people like overwhelmingly excited for it, or is there yes. is there this sense of yeah. hesitation? There's a bit of both of that. I think I think there's more excitement than hesitation, but there is a lot of fan hesitation that are you know they're worried because of what BBS was. I don't see. I mean, at least I personally haven't seen like any hesitation. It's just yeah, bring it on. All right, let's I've, do it with, without. So. Oh, go ahead, Justin. Oh, I was just going to say, like, through, through work, like, I see people coming in all the time that are either all about it or they see something and they automatically go into, like, a fit of rage about, like, particular aspects. <laughs> I want to ask you, Justin, since you work at a comic book store. Yeah. Uh, kind of it, – it's, it's something of a comic book store, right? It's, yes. Like, it's a media store. Um, yeah. So how, I always wonder, like, on New Comic Book Day especially, how many times you have the same conversation with comic book nerds about, like, oh, did you see that movie announcement or – like how many all, different? It's like repeated conversations. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the repeat, especially on Wednesday new comic days because all my uh, weekly subscribers will show like the ones uh-huh. that always show up every week will show up and they want to talk about the same things and I have to go through the <laughs> same motions. Right. Which, which for on my end it gets tiresome, but always it's for- always different talking like what they have because I had one person actually this past Wednesday was all about like I had one comic subscriber that was super excited about all the stuff for Suicide Squad and then I had a like and then this I had the same conversation with a couple and where they were both just like no they, they kind of similar to like Lost Jenny's argument where it's like it's like the return of the night of the living hot topic <laughs> and stuff mm. like that yeah <laughs> okay yeah Yeah, i wondered because i walked in on new comic book day and there was a guy talking to the dude about like shows that are on tv right now and he was talking about uh movies that were being made into tv shows like rush hour and limitless and then yep 
And then he was talking about 12 Monkeys, and the guy's like, I like 12 Monkeys. He's like, that's on? He's like, it wasn't a miniseries? He's like, no, it's on season two. And I, I was about to chime in, and I'm like, nope, I'm just going to buy my comics and leave. Uh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> always the best because it's it's not – it's at least from the where I stand, what happens is when people start getting sucked in, It, it as much as I love the debate, sometimes those like – those like so like tempers will get very heated, mm-hmm. and so if someone gets drawn in and then accidentally says the wrong thing, then you have a nerd fight in your yeah, store. Right. <laughs> That's all you <laughs> need. Nerd fight. That's all yeah. you need is is me and I just Jenny need a going water bottle and just like just start squirting everywhere. Like no, stop it. It's all you need is a person like me and a person like Jenny in your store throwing action figures and coffee mugs across the, at each other, screaming about Suicide Squad or Tom Hardy. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I the, I'm, I'm the opposite. I think, well, Dave takes it as a fight. I take it as a debate. <laughs> and I think the debates are good. And I think it's good when people jump in because, oh, yeah. I mean, you're not going to ever change somebody's mind. But I love talking to people and they throw something out that I didn't think of before. And, like, I, I you know, people that I know and, like, I work with and friends and such, we've all had the suicide squad conversation and I'm just like, I want it to be really good. I really do. It just looks like a steaming pile of crap though. And people will throw out things that like I didn't, you know, they're like, well, you know, this character in the comics does this and the character who's playing them and, and they'll break into like this little thing. So when I see the, the commercials now, I, I see it a little bit differently and I would never have had that if, I never had a debate and had somebody say an opposing opinion. You know? Right. Yeah. But it's also, it also works the other way because I, which is so funny. And Justin, thank you for tagging me in the tweet. It looks like a hot topic ad. Like it, it looks really like does. when you go to hot topic around Halloween time, you're talking about the new posters. The, or the, or the clothing line. Oh, the hot topic, the hot topic line. clothing line. Right, right. Well, that's that's what they look like. Like I was waiting. I'm like, this looks like a hot topic ad, and then they do a hot topic ad. I'm like, oh my gosh! But I I talk about things like that, and somebody else might not have seen it, so they get a whole new perspective. If they only saw great, glittery, shiny, beautiful things, now they're like, wait a minute, it does kind of look like. So I think it's good to have the opposing arguments and it's all going to come down to when you see it yourself it's going to be a personal experience and you're either going to like it you're going to hate it you're going to love it you're going to be nah with it It, it's all going to depend on the individual but i totally think that you should involve yourself in conversations like that in a comic book store in a movie theater what have you if somebody's talking about it and you you have to since just go I don't, yeah, I don't have that kind of time. I'm not like I'm not against that. I like the ones I the ones I always hate are the ones that like uh, I'll be. This actually happened. I was talking to someone. We were talking about Outcast, and I was trying to. This guy was like, I wa- I read Walking Dead. I need some other stuff. So I was I was telling him I was like, well, you should read Outcast, and then you should check out the show or whatever. And all I hear in the far distance a deep sigh. Is is just not even a deep side, just like Outcast sucks. <laughs> I want to know why though. Like that's that's what I'm saying is that's what gets me excited because I and you guys know this. I am an uber fan of Outcast. I I think it's bringing like a good horror genre back to comic books. I think it's awesome. But I want to know why somebody thinks it sucks. That's the thing. He didn't say why. He just said yeah, it just and trolled. Left. Just trolled. Yeah, it's kind of a dick thing. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, then they're just a dick. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Real dick move. Hating like, on whatever I mean, you're talking about. The Walking Dead's a great one because um, I know people who, you know, didn't watch it from the get-go. They kind of jumped in, you know, three or four seasons deep. And they are like, I kind of like it, but I was expecting it to be this. and Or they'll go, I hate that show. I, You know, this happens. or And it goes around and around. But it's interesting to hear people's point of views, you know, about things. It's kind of like the girls in my office are obsessed with Out- Outlander, you know, on stars. <laughs> they love that show. And I read, I read the first two books, and I watched all of season one, and it's, it's a good show. But and she got to cover it at Paley Fest. And I, and I did. And the acting's phenomenal. The costume design is beyond beautiful. Like, it's, it's a great produced, greatly produced show, hands down, all across the board. But then this is kind of a pro and con to this conversation. When we're at Paley Fest, one of the other pe- uh, people covering the red carpet was like, have you met the author before? And I go, no, I haven't. And, and I go, she, she seems cool. And she goes, she's weird. She has <laughs> an absolute fascination with rape. And I'm like, Ooh. well, yeah, there's, there's a pretty brutal rape scene in, in the first book. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I didn't think anything of it. But then I'm watching them interview her, and she got excited when she started talking about it. And I was like, and I don't know if I would have noticed her doing that if the other girl didn't tell me that. But then I get into season two, and there is so much rape or attempted rape that I was just like, I can't watch this anymore. Mm. So, yeah. so it it does, you know, it does help and hinder the. I will say the viewing process. Outcast. I've only watched one episode. I will always hold a soft spot in my heart just because that was one of my proud moments of Atomic Eatum because. Jenny and Patrick got to go covered on the red carpet, and there was a little panel, a little plate, nameplate that said "Atomic Kingdom" on the ground. <laughs> and I'm like, "That's the coolest thing I've ever seen." Was there one yeah, of those? That's real cool. Was there one of those at the Better Call Saul thing too? There was. Yeah. Ah, do you get to keep them? Uh, no, because they like they're gone before the actors even get to you because oh. they. It, I don't. It's a couple things. It's like I think it's because they don't really. Need want them. the media outlet, you know, to be like, "Hey, you're you're with Perez Hilton or what have you." They yeah. just want you to question them and move on, right? But they need that. They need to, you for like, that for to, you. Where do you where to stand? Yeah, thing. yeah. you have a place in their line, which okay. is kind of nice because the last few ones we've moved up a few spaces. <laughs> we were the second to last. Now we're like eighth and ninth to last. So what? we have moved up the line. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Haley, though, I, I'm gonna also on a side note. Paley Center for Media is one of the coolest organizations, especially if you're in New York and LA, like visit their, visit their locations. Like they have, they do all this, they'll have like famous costumes in there. Like I went in one time and I saw a panel with um, Jamie and Adam from Mythbusters, but in their lobby, they had an entire like museum set up where they had costumes from Casablanca. They had Dorothy's red slippers and you get to walk around here. It's like, these are the real things, you know, this, this is like a planet Hollywood without the food, but they exactly, but they, um, they spend so much time and effort in preserving broadcast television and movies and mm-hmm. such. And it's such a cool organization that 
become a member, you know, it's jump probably. on it, go to the Paley Fests, um, just, and they do things throughout the whole year. Paley Fest is just their big thing, but they are, they are a phenomenal organization, especially if you like geeky, nerdy stuff like we do. It's probably a lot cooler than Planet Hollywood. I mean, they probably got cooler things than the car from Tremors or. I wouldn't see the car from Tremors. <laughs> All right. Uh, but before we move on from the Suicide Squad, I want to gauge everybody's uh, excitement level. One to ten. How excited are you? Ten being super excited. One being uh, whatever. Uh, just just a number, and then we're going to move on. We'll start with Matt. Ten. Johnny. Three. Ooh, Justin. Seven. Randy. Mm, 8.5. Wow. Jenny? I'm going to go five. Oh, uh, I'm at I'm at an eight and a half. I'm pretty stoked and I'm trying to trying you to guys are all excited trying to stay level until I'll be I'll be jacked up the week it comes out like when, <laughs> it'll go up to nine point nine point five when I buy my ticket and I'll be excited when I'm sitting in the theater I'll be at a ten. Like, I I just I wonder how much of it is or you know is is the community just wanting it to be good because the other two were bad like to me this movie hasn't earned the hype well let's as I, the previous um, two movies in this in this I franchise think it, have been done no you got to base it on its own merits I think so too. And, and let's not blame it for ever for the other movies problems no I mean. Right. Like, before we see it I'm sure there's going to be plenty to blame it for well what I'm saying <laughs> but. So no no what I'm saying is that to me the movie hasn't if this movie was like um like even Guardians didn't have this much hype before it came out like people were excited but but they weren't like oh my gosh Guardians everything we need Guardians everything before the movie came out they had to wait and see for some reason this movie has so much more hype because to it. Because it has more well-known characters involved in it. Like, you couldn't yeah. be excited for Guardians very much because you didn't know who the characters were and you didn't know what to expect. You just saw the trailer and you're like, that's a cool trailer. I like the right. music and it, it sounded cool. But for me, I mean, I think I think Jenny and Matt, at least, can, can tell you, I thought this was going to be a better movie or a bigger movie than BVS was before BVS came out. That was my impression of what we were going to get. Mm-hmm. Granted, granted, that was all based on how bad Man of Steel was to me and not having any faith in Snyder and then also being afraid of Ben Affleck as Batman, which I was wrong about that. Um, You're also wrong about Man of Steel. Go on. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very reserved with this movie. That's why my score is so low. That's I fine. Don't, I'm, I'm not overly hyping myself because I don't want to be let down again. Sure, sure. Um, I also don't have faith in Warner Brothers at all. I have a lot and of faith in that I director, have, though. I have faith in the director, but the director doesn't. You know, th- this is still a WB movie, right? right. And yeah, I, you, you got to wonder is, how much w, compared to other studios, WB is more about letting the director do what they want. That's why Batman v Superman was what it was, is because Zack Snyder had carte blanche to make his own movie, and that's why the Dark Knight trilogy was the way it was because. They gave Christopher Nolan carte blanche to make his movies as opposed to a Marvel Studios where those are not director movies. Those are Kevin Feige movies. With a different director, yeah. With different directors. Which is why there's always that creative issues thing with – And it's why most Marvel movies are exactly the same. Right. That's why you had problems with the Ant-Man film and then why why you had Joss Whedon with so much friction there. So Right. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I understand. I totally understand your apprehension, uh, Johnny. I, just, I don't have faith in the. Fr- I have no faith in the franchise. Yeah, and maybe I this mean, will turn that around. I, 
it, that would be awesome if it yeah. did. I'd be super excited if it did. I, I, I'm, but uh, as of right now, I, I'm very hesitant about this movie. I haven't liked what I've seen so far. That's fair. I'm with Jenny. I, I, from what I've seen, it, it doesn't. It looks like it's trying so hard to be exciting and fun. You want to know what's bad too? Is I even think that I said this in a podcast one time. I just go, I think. Batman versus Superman is going to define whether or not Suicide Squad, Justice League, Aquaman, all those are going to be good. And I and I'm like, because I I had huge expectations for Batman versus Superman. I wanted so to be the real world. Good. I'm one of the I'm one of the few people that really really love Superman, and I like the actor playing him. And I didn't the the Superman movie was a little over the top ridiculous, but. I liked it. I had fun with it. And I was like, okay, well, you know, hopefully they learn from the mistakes of try not to overdo it. Maybe less is best. But they totally went the other spectrum. And it, I still had fun watching Batman versus Superman. But it's not one of those that I'm just like, like, I'll still go back and watch the Dark Knight series. Hands down. Great, you know, superhero story. If I never see Batman versus Superman again, I'd be totally fine with it. But... I'm on the fence because that makes me side even more that Justice League or not Justice League uh, Suicide Squad's probably going to suck. But they did such an amazing job with Wonder Woman that I'm like, oh, the Wonder Woman movie is going to be amazing. So I, you don't know. It's such a crapshoot, no matter which direction you go, that you're just going to have to see it. Like I'm, I'm sticking to the middle ground. I really want to like it. I really want to see DC do something great and like compete with Marvel because their characters are just, in my honest opinion, better. Well, what and, I want, all, all I want is because they've got some good name directors doing some of these movies aside from Snyder. Uh, I, I want Suicide Squad to feel like a different movie, and it looks like it's going to. Whether you like what it's, you've seen so far or not, it feels like it's going to be a different movie than BBS or Man of Steel. Aquaman is going to be very different because we have James Wan doing it, which is crazy. Uh, I love James well, Wan too. I I don't I don't know that the uh, WB is going to be as um, uh, flippant with letting the directors make all the decisions because they they did that twice. And it didn't work out well, so well. For again, that. again, it's not going to be the WB. It's going to be Jeff Johns and that other dude. I'm, I'm just, I, I, whatever it is. I'm saying there's a committee now. There's right. a committee that is going to direct these movies, you know, in a in a certain way. And I'm sure they're going to. I mean, the Marvel movies, you, the the directors still get to give it their own kind of personal touch, but they do need to follow that kind of Marvel formula. Sure. Um, I just, and, I'm just, and not... that's what I think is going to happen now. I think DC has this formula. Whatever Jeff Johns and that that executive producer guy, or whatever his name is, John something, whatever those two have put together as the future of DC, that I believe is what the format is going to be. And if it's successful, then that's great. But I don't believe it starts with Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was way into production right, before right. Batman v Superman even came out. So this is still going to be a movie that was pre Jeff Johns. But still, taking over right. as creative control. Still, I, I don't know. I, I guess I give more credit to the director. Just seeing what the director was tweeting about while they're making it and his excitement level of it and just knowing his Well, Duncan movies, Jones was so. just as excited about Warcraft. Come on, so, man. Uh, <laughs> let's, not, let's not bring that into this. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Guys, um, guys, guys. How do you know when you're going to drown in milk? When it's past your eyes. Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> oh, all right, all right. 
with that one. Uh, so, that one. Marvel movie news. <laughs> uh, the Marvel released a, like a prelude to Doctor Strange comic book this week, and it confirmed Mads Mikkelsen's character to be Casalis. Casalis. Uh, that's his name. That's his Doctor Strange character <laughs> name. He's like a minion, or he was like a minion of Baron Mordo. In, oh, that guy. In the books, so. We'll see. Well, I, all right. I have no idea. So, anybody out there can educate us. That's fine. Um, bas- I can tell you. Oh, cool. I think it's pronounced Casalius, and basically he's just he's just another kind of um, magic wizard. guy. <laughs> yeah, he's another magic guy who worked for Baron Mordo and decided that at the time that Mordo was trying to be quote unquote good. Uh, Casalius kind of saw everything in a different light and was like, "No, Bear Mordo sucks. I'm I'm gonna be the bat. I'm gonna take over this place by force." Mm-hmm. He's a D-list villain. Uh, it's kind of the same way they did with like. So it's a Iron, typical Mar- Marvel Man. bad guy. Yeah, you take that. You do the first of a series of characters by giving him a D-list villain. Okay. Well, well, I mean, it's Mads Mikkelsen. I think it's going to be good. So it'll be. I'm super excited for this. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, sticking with the MCU, Thor Ragnarok has begun filming in Australia. Yeah. So we'll start getting some. <laughs> we'll start getting some news and notes from that movie set. Uh, I, I'm psyched again. The director is Ta- Taiki Watiti uh, from Flight of the Concords fame and What We Do in the Shadows. So it's going to be a very different, interesting take on Thor Ragnarok. I think, but. We get some Hulk, Planet Hulk type story in there. I think we're gonna get, and I don't know. We'll see. We'll. I see. think we need a little different take on Thor movies. In my mm-hmm. opinion, I feel like they're the weakest. I mean, they're, they're not that they're bad, but they're definitely the weakest. Right. Right. So, I, yeah, I'm I'm down to see a new direction for those. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to some random TV news. The Walking Dead is getting ready for production for season seven. Ooh. And they've added four characters to be series regulars, so they're like at twenty-seven series regulars right now, uh, nice. which will obviously be culled every week. Somebody's probably going to die. So, well, twenty twenty-six, right? Right. Because we're going right. to find Somebody, out the first episode who ate it, who who felt the wrath of Lucille. Yeah. Nope. Uh, so because the, we had to wait all this time yeah, to find yes, out. Yes, that disappointing last couple minutes. Um, I was disappointed. So the series regulars are already like guest stars. So Tom Payne as Jesus is going to be a series regular. Jenny's happy. Woo-hoo! Yep. Hallelujah. Um, Praise baby Jesus. So, okay. Xander Berkeley is returning <laughs> as uh, the weak leader of uh, the, 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 the one place. I forget the name of it. Hilltop. Her. Hilltop, yeah. He's returning. Uh, Austin Emilio is returning. He's the guy that uh, gets the face melted by, by Negan. Uh, that's already met Daryl. <clears throat> uh, mm. And then Jeffrey Dean Morgan is returning as Negan as a series regular, which that's the worst kept secret. We all knew that was coming. <gasps> what? <laughs> we all knew that was coming. So, all yeah. right, let me totally, totally geek out right now. All Out War is the best comic arc I have ever read. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. The Negan storyline in The Walking Dead. Hands down, so well written. The characters are so well developed. And they did such a great job at hinting at things in last season that, I mean, they may not do, but they had a lot of hints for the kingdom, which means, I fingers crossed, we might introduce to Ezekiel, which 
is a pretty much hand down given, but they've thrown enough curveballs that that may or may not happen. Like, I am so pissed off about the season finale because mm-hmm. if it ends up being being Glenn, it's a thrown away cliffhanger. I want it to be Daryl because then that would actually justify them it having mean, a cliffhanger. It would mean something. It would mean but, something. But it would mean I'll stop watching the riot. show. Yeah, I, I would don't be, care. I would be. Yeah. I would be sort of like, oh, okay, if it was Abraham, because Kirkman always said that he wanted to give Abraham a more fitful or honorable death because right. His if you guys haven't the read the comics, it's kind of a spoiler alert. Abraham died the exact same way Denise died in the show. With the arrow through the eye. With the arrow through the eye, and it was kind of a pointless death, and he was all and I've seen him do it. They did a, a good job with it. They did a good job with it, that character dying and the T V show though. That was oh, pretty good. They did a great job with it. So although I'm super, like, I'm on the fence about how angry I am with that stupid cliffhanger, um, I am I'm giddy excited because, one, they haven't utilized Jesus yet, and they better start pulling, pulling Jesus out and letting everybody see who Jesus really is. Cause yeah, for Jesus, sure. they got to let him stretch his arms out. He is. He is. Dude. <laughs> So, so just have you read? Are you Yikes. caught up on the comics? I, I gotta are you guys a, caught up on the ho, comics? Hold on, hold on. We got to take a beat just for Randy's comment. <laughs> what do you say? Because wow, uh, <laughs> I I apologize, everyone. <laughs> for, uh, but well, uh, yeah. Okay, go ahead, Jenny. What were you asking? What were you asking? Has <laughs> anybody Thanks, is, every, is everybody Thanks. caught up? Uh, I actually. I've never read the comic, but I know I get caught up by comic subscribers and one of my co-workers that kind of just fills me in on everything. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the that names, I'm sense. sorry, that I've, uh, Xander Berkeley plays Gregory and then Austin Emilio plays uh, Dwight. Dwight, yeah. Um, in, the, in the comics, Jesus is a freaking ninja. Oh, yeah. Like, there are... A, you can you know, Facebook, Twitter, and all that, and just look at how many arguments people have gotten into of who would win in a fight, Michonne or Jesus. I'm hands down, Jesus would kick Michonne's ass. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you there. But, I mean, he's such a great character. But they're... uh, I was so frustrated last season because there was the whole thing where they did the raid on Negan's compound. Great episode. And you see see Jesus, he pulls down his... his, um, his hood and he's just like he goes and i'm just like yes yes and then it just shows him walk in and he's like okay everybody killed everybody here okay i'm done and he yeah. just walked by and i'm just like wait i wanted to see him kick ass and they never yeah. showed it you got and to then, see the like, little spurts but definitely you wanted to see it showcased more for sure oh the only spurt we've seen so far is when he kicks rick and uh daryl's ass that one time yeah yeah you know right. like oh right. so right. yeah you guys just opened a whole can of OMG with me because okay. I'm, I'm. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta rein you in because we gotta move on. We're, we're whatever. We're, we gotta get to Rain the others. In. Gotta get through Come the on, news. Jenny. Gotta get through the news <laughs> to have some more fun. Come on, uh, J Rob. All right, so Walking Dead <sighs> season seven coming soon this fall, probably around Halloween as usual. <sighs> well, all right, there's the yawn. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> random random movie news. We can fly through these because it's mostly just release dates that were announced. Pacific Rim 2 set for February 23rd, 2018. Uh, I'll believe it when they actually start. Yeah. That's true. Yep. Uh, John John Boyega <laughs> is in the cast. And then Scott Eastwood is in early talks to join the cast. 
Uh, Underworld Blood Wars set to be released October, oh, moving from October 14th to January 3rd, 2017, uh, for all you Underworld fans. Tomb Raider reboot, starring Alicia Vikander, set to release March 16th, 2018. There we go. So, there you go. Uh, next Friday, a new Star Wars Rogue One trailer set to be released, so we'll see what we get from that. Hopefully uh, not much more. Uh... Uh, I'll just give the quote here. Brian Cranston talking about Power Rangers and kind of why he's why, he, why he's getting involved and and what kind of brought him to the project to play Zordon. Yeah. So these are uh-huh. these are two quotes from Brian Cranston. I wasn't really high on it until I talked to the producer and read the script and talked to the director. After that, I went, "This is different. This is a different. Re- this is at, as different a reimagining as the Batman television series as it became the Batman movie series." You can't compare those two, and nor can you compare this movie version of the Power Rangers to the television series. It's unrecognizable for the most part. There are tenets of the folklore that you hold on to for sure, but the inspiration is different, and the sensibility of it, and the approach to the filmmaking is completely different. I don't know if the tone is as dark as The Dark Knight, because you're dealing with teenagers, so the appropriateness of that and real teenage life and going through high school and the cliques and the popularity or lack thereof and the bullies and all the different sections and subsections of high school life and the insecurities of these kids and things like that, hopes and dreams, and you embrace all of that into the, a retelling of the Power Rangers. And what you would get is this new version, this new reimagined version. Mm. So it, I, I'll be honest, if Cranston's high on it, I'm all for it. Let's do right. it. <laughs> Fun fact, did you know Brian Cranston actually was in the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers we as ta- like, we talked as the monsters? Yep, we talked about it recently. Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah, mm. that's, that's pretty funny, though. I am so pumped for this movie. It's gonna Me be, too. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I'll, I'll, we're, we're probably going to get some better looks at it at Comic-Con in a couple weeks. So uh, I can't wait for the first trailer, man. Yeah. I, I need to see the suits in action because I'm not, I'm not yeah. very excited about them as of right now. Yeah. I'm just, still, just I'm based on that picture. still stoked on Elizabeth Banks as Rita. Yes. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, Yeah, they get they got some pretty good names in this one. I mean, they have two good names in this one, (laughs) right? And some and some unknowns, (laughs) unknowns. So, uh, uh, the big movie news actually came out today that uh, Sulu in Star Trek Beyond is going to be revealed as a gay man, uh, the father of a daughter. So he's married, same sex relationship with the daughter. Um, which to me, whatever, I don't care. Cool. Whatever, but actually, uh, Matt, I think, said Hollywood Reporter came out with uh, George Takai. Saying, well, I just saw it on Hollywood Reporter. I don't know if, how many other if they were like the first one. That's just sure. where I saw it. But, but you, it was yeah. Go ahead. You saw it, it. was just oh, I don't have the actual clip, but but it was uh, who found that earlier the the full. It was just George Takai saying. No, it was I got just it. George Takai basically saying that he was just. He was glad there was a gay character, but he was sad that it was Sulu because that's not the that wasn't the original intention for the character as set forth by. Yeah, he says his his quote here is, "I'm delighted that there's a gay character. Unfortunately, it's a twisting of Gene's creation, Gene Roddenberry, uh, to which he put in so much thought. I think it's really unfortunate. So he's basically saying instead of creating a new character that could be gay, uh, why meddle with with uh, um, Gene Roddenberry's original image of that character to make him fit kind of 
It's a new timeline. Uhura and Spock are in a relationship. I don't. I don't care. Right. I it's not a big deal. And I understand where yeah. I understand where he's where Takai is coming from, being yeah. being a gay man himself. And I also understand them wanting to do this because Star Trek has always been kind of on the forefront of breaking those barriers, having the you know a multiracial kiss scene between Uhura mm-hmm. and Kirk, and then also you know the kind of the, the civil rights movements that were going on during that time. Um, having one of the, one of the cat, one of the crewmates be from Russia was a big deal at that time. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of always been there. And, you know, again, I don't, I don't care. I don't think it's going to affect the portrayal of the character so far. John Cho's done a great job as, as Takai. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't yeah. really gotten to do a whole lot because there's so many characters that they have to play with, but yeah. So that, I mean, that came out. So there, there's that. Uh, the way he explained it, it sounds like uh, it's not going to be a huge focus. Like, hold on, guys, I need to call my my yeah, gay lover right. and relay a message to him about our daughter who we adopted because we're gay. And like, I don't think the focus is gonna. I think it's just gonna be like you know, like a quick look, like, oh, hey, I'm back from the spaceship. Let's go have dinner. Right. You know, it's some, something casual like that, which is which is fine. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. So I don't know. Well, we'll see. It comes out uh, what, a couple weeks. Is it that soon? Uh, the fifteenth? Uh, no, it comes out. August? Yeah, the end of the month. Yeah. No, the end of the month. Yeah, like the twenty second or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right, uh, that's it for movie news. Random comic book news. The Marvel is going to go with a new Iron Man. Tony Stark is out. Oh, I like her. Um. So yeah, this is exciting. The uh, the wake of Civil War two, which has not ended yet. Tony Stark is going to be hanging up the armor and passing it on to a fifteen year old science genius named is it Riri Riri Williams Riri Williams who besides being 15 and a woman is also an african-american chick with so, a wicked afro with a wicked afro I don't know yeah. how she's gonna fit that, gonna in, gonna the helmet. that in the helmet <laughs> yeah how's that gonna fit in there she's got that afro like the painting that the custodian guy has from the shining above oh, yeah. his head yeah yeah she looks just like that painting uh i think it's a, it's a cool move we'll see where it goes they're definitely taking characters a lot younger like you look at the like like starting even with um well the spider-man miles morales is a teenager right now miss marvel miss marvel the new moon Hulk, girl moon girl squirrel girl uh what's the one i'm missing uh nova is a kid yeah so and then, then they're all gonna put him in a group with uh the young cyclops as well one of the the new justice or avengers teams and there's there's they've been along with that they're like hinting at two new factions i guess yeah one yeah. run by riri williams and one run by norman osborne oh i didn't know that yeah it's weird. I don't know exactly what that is. Oh, right. they showed the I think it was the concept images. Are yeah, yeah. Because the the main guy on that one was uh, Victor Von Doom. Is that mm-hmm. Doom? Yeah, that's Doom. Oh, it's Young Doom. Yeah, yeah. Forgot about that's just that what he looks thing. like now. Since right. yeah. yeah. And they, uh, they're two comics teens. can't win, man. I was reading I know. some of the comments on this, and they're like, uh, like you'd think, hey, they're finally doing it. Instead of changing a character, they're just going to introduce a new, mm-hmm. you know, a new. If they if they want a, a black female, then create a black female. Don't make Tony Stark a black female, kind of thing. And of I read some comments where they're like, oh, of course they're going to do this. Like the yeah, of course they're going to pander to the audience and. It's more of a not – they're creating a new – I see part of it. It's more of they're not creating 
a new character, they're still taking this girl and going, all right, now she's Iron Man, rather than go. I mean, I get it. I'm That's, fine. It's like the argu- make, that, yeah. that argument doesn't hold up. I mean, I, I, I know you're not supporting the argument, but I'm saying yeah. people with that argument, that argument does not hold up because mantles get passed down all the time. Like, yeah, is, yeah, but it's always Iron met, Man mantle to, to it's true, but it's always it's always met with resistance. Like <laughs> nobody liked or nobody was big on Miles Morales at first. Uh, you know, nobody was really big on uh, Israel Batman. Nobody, you know, it's everybody's resistant to them passing. Everybody the, seems to be OK I, with Dick Grayson as Batman, though. Here's here's my thing, though, is like. Because I don't read a lot of superhero comics, but there's there's a part where it seems weird if you're not into it. Like, it doesn't pull you in. Like, when they changed Thor to be a woman, like, I was the one yelling, going, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, I hear gotta, they did a good – got to read I, it. <laughs> well, I heard they did a great job with the storyline. It made but sense. It it just – in knowing who Thor is, I want to read a Thor comic. Like I, I feel like I don't know. It, it's it's similar with the Iron Man. I Iron Man is Iron Man. I don't want to read a secondary Iron Man. I don't want to read a secondary Thor. I would love a big, you know, Viking god of a woman in a comic. Totally would love that. I just think it's writing the. Tales of something else, and well, I, I think it depends it feels, on how they go with Iron Man too, though, because I don't know if they're saying that that Tony Stark's going to be like at, completely out of the picture, right? Like, right. Out no, of he's, not. he's not. He's not. Basically, yeah, the, and quote the whole is, thing about Iron Man is is Tony Stark is Iron Man, right? You know here's what I mean? The, like, he's here's the quote from Bendis, who's writing Civil War, or you know, he's working with Mark. He's like one of their top guys. Uh, we're in the middle of a very big Tony Stark storyline. Actually, three storylines converging. His best friend died, his company is collapsing, and he's finding out who his biological parents were all at the same time. That's right. stressful for a character who is wired the way Tony is wired and has dependency issues the way Tony does. Tony is also a master at not paying attention to the thing that's most important and distracting himself with Avenger stuff. How that all shakes out such that Tony is no longer in the armor... You'll have to wait to find out for the end of Civil War Two, but it does create a path for Riri Williams, who Tony will know and will be interacting with very shortly in the comics. Well, yeah, see, I think Iron Man comics are definitely—they're not about him being in the suit, being Iron Man. You know, right. it's always personal stories about Tony Stark. So, Just I think the, the essence thing. of the comics still going to be there. Yeah, it doesn't matter who's flying around in the tin can as long as we still talk I about Tony Stark. Stark will be there. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. and no matter what you do, no matter what happens, and it's just everyone's going to be either – it's not going to please everyone no, no. no matter what. So no matter if you change the character – like the I mean for – what was it? Who who was it that they changed to a black character and like everyone Wally on the West. internet got Wally super West. racist? Yeah, yeah, Wally West and then Captain yes. America. Wait. Got super racist or well, showed, no, showed their super racist they, flag. Yeah, they show their super well, racist side. Well, or we were just Captain frustrated America. that they had to change a well-known character because they felt like they couldn't make a new character that was well, pulled it, up it was as like, much. It's a mix because at least from what I've seen and read, there's like a mix of people who are just mad because they took Captain America – and we're like, he's an old man now, and now Falcon's now Captain America, which is not – I mean it's new because Falcon was never really America, but Winter right. Soldier – there was like three other Amer- Captain Americas. Well, you are so, always going to get that. I mean yeah, when – just because like, 
there are there's people like, who are racist and don't yes. want to see black characters in comics. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just, true. That is just a fact. Yeah. They do exist. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not. The, I don't think they're the loudest voice. No, they're not the loudest. But sometimes, at least from what I've seen, yeah. sometimes, and it could be just me reading between the lines. Those are, and maybe because of just sensitive of that kind of stuff in general. That when I when they like when it's initially that's what their argument is by making it clear that it's the black or the woman or something like that. And I'm just like, yeah, that's the. Hey. Amen to that because that's like I I claim myself as a feminist and all that, but I get so fed up when it's it's because it's a woman or yeah, it's yeah. because it's someone. No, I want to know because it's an amazing character or it's an amazing person to elect or it's a mate. I I don't give two shits if it's a female, male, black, white, Korean, a dog, a cat. If it's the best possible character for that situation the thumbs up nope. well I that makes sense when you pick an actor to play that character then that makes sense but in comics there's no reason for it other than to to make a point that you have a black character now if you so make... it's not that we're mad that there's a black character it's we're mad that they chose to change a character that we love for no good reason there, there was no yeah. benefit to if it. you make if you make batman a dog or cat i'm out i'm done there's bat cow <laughs> Well, they didn't make Batman yeah, bat cow. Bat cow. There's, they, just, yeah. there's just a bat cow. There's <laughs> a there's a Thor frog. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, anyway, all right. There are people <laughs> who, right. Are, who are against this because she's a black female, which right. really that's, sucks. That's stupid. That's yeah. yeah. All right. So last bit of news. I'm going to let you guys nerd out about it or geek out about it for five <laughs> minutes. Five minutes is what you get. I'm starting the clock as soon as I say it. All right. Pokemon Go came out yesterday. Ready, go. <laughs> Ah! Oh Great. my god! So I'm gonna say. Say a little while ago, I had to go on mute because a Jigglypuff showed up in my house, and I totally <laughs> got it while we were talking, and I was so pumped. Sweet. Oh my god! <laughs> I had a hunt for a Jigglypuff. I love Jigglypuff. I, I caught my two favorite Pokemon today. Somebody, so good somebody explain to the three people listening that don't know what it is. Explain what Pokemon Go is. Pokemon, Pokemon Go is you get to walk around and catch Pokemon in the real world, and it's awesome. And, and how long until the first car accident is when somebody's walking around hunting Pokemon and gets hit by a car when they walk in the uh, traffic? The week is my guess. Yeah, almost had it last Can night. I almost <laughs> had it today. The side of the road. In fact, there are. There was a Pikachu. Fact, I flew over there. <laughs> in fact, on Snopes, there are already articles debunking. Uh, there was a story that already has gone around that said people got stabbed. By uh, they yeah, weren't paying kid attention. Got stabbed and had his iPhone taken. Yeah, yeah, and it so it's already showing up on Snopes.com articles about bad things happening. I see that happening. People getting jumped for their phones because they got them out the whole time. Yeah, right. <laughs> trying to get this I Pikachu, had, and this I guy really, walks in front. Get out of my way. I already had a guy approach me because I was wa- I, today was my day off, so I was I spent. I, I'm sad to say this, but I spent the majority of the day driving to places to try and catch oh, them wow. and fight gyms. Yes. So I'm sitting, I'm like sitting outside claiming, uh, claiming a gym, and a guy just wanders up to me. He's like, "Dude, you want to fight?" And he has his phone out. Just ready take to go. my gym. Wow, <laughs> like, this is my gym. So this could, this is, this is. That's awesome. It's cool that it's getting people out. This you have to leave your house to play this game. Which is cool. You have to exercise. You have to walk. 
So, well, so or you have to, or that, you have to spend gas money. All right. One yeah, or the other. and even it's it's all about exploration and exploring your town. I was talking to Johnny about it earlier, and I was telling him there's like this clock tower, like a yeah. four minute walk from my house, and I and I've lived here for ten years. I've never yeah. known about it until well, Mickey only, showed up. Yeah, because well, and the only way to get Pokeballs if you don't want to pay for them is to go to landmarks near yeah. because the landmarks are like I had oh. to go to Sea Hall today. I mean, my town is small. I've seen all the landmarks in my town a bunch of times, but today I went to City Hall. I went to the big <laughs> fountain in the park. Yep. I went to the sign about the Civil War battle. I went to the time capsule. It was wow. like I went for a nice walk. Yeah, I did yeah. the same thing last night. We went on, me and the wife. Do you, went on a uh, tour. Can, can you like throw on a playlist and listen to music while you're walking around doing this? Uh, it goes on. Oh, in I mean, my I have head. an iPod, so I listen to I listen to podcasts while I was doing it. So, so yeah, right. But you can yeah. you can just you can listen to whatever you want while you're doing it. Oh yeah, yeah. well yeah, to Atomic Geekdom if you want, even right here <laughs> atomicgeekdom.com. There you go, Randy. So Ra- Randy and I were talking about it because I tried it out. I played it for about seven hours, probably total. Wow, um, it's only been out for like twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. I've been so, I mean, I, I had nothing to do. I was up like all night playing it yeah. and trying it out, right? And I went on a walk. I you know I went out four o'clock in the morning or something i wasn't sleeping so i took the the phone out and i went for a walk and i caught some pokemon and i'm not feeling the game Hmm. uh which is why randy and i had this big long conversation about it um because i I, and and i'm i'm a casual pokemon fan i love the original games but i'm kind of done with it now because it's it's way too much there's way too many different pokemon so when this first came out and it was the original like 151 i was super excited about it but I feel like I, I'm bo- I was bored with it. I caught all the Pokemon in my area. I can't fight them against other wild Pokemon or against other, you know, just uh, trainers. Um, trainers. Um, the I tried a gym battle and it was boring. I guess I didn't have fun doing it. And the gym uh, battles are boring. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's not quite it, aside, the same. Man. Aside from catching them, to me, there's nothing else to do besides try to catch more so that you can level up the ones that you have and i always like that feature in the in the original game where you caught your pokemon and then you leveled them up by fighting other pokemon whether by trainers or wild and then they evolved and then you went to the gym battles and you earned your badge and yada yada yeah. so it's I mean, they so, also level up in the gym too so it right so it's so but it, you know what i mean that's not the same thing all right, they, point, all right 30 seconds left 30 seconds left guys Oh, yeah, this no. is the thing where like you have to catch multiples because they all have seeds attached to them. So the yeah. more you catch, you get more seeds, so you can actually quote unquote evolve one of them. Right, but it's more That's about the weird. AR. So it's it's the demonstrating AR. It's about kind of the love of the Pokemon. It's about exploration, and it's really not supposed to be Pokemon Red, Blue, or Yellow. It's it's yeah. a different game, and that's, um, and that's why I'm not playing it. I deleted it already because I was yeah. bored. Um, maybe maybe when new features come out, maybe when you can actually yeah. battle wild Pokemon Updates. or when you can battle. Yeah. Like, and Which I caught Pokemon for Randy because I, I, I found a Jigglypuff. I know how much he loves Jigglypuff. So I caught it and I was like, sweet, I can trade this to him. Nope. No, you can't. Uh, yeah, yeah, nope, you can't yeah. trade. Mm. Nope. <laughs> All right. All right. So everyone's having fun except for Johnny. And Jenny's not, Jenny doesn't have any idea what we're <laughs> yeah, talking about. Down, down about <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so about much. Pokemon Go. I'm writing a review of it right now. Awesome. So stay tuned to AtomicKings.com for Randy's review of Pokemon Go. All right. So I have, a, I have an opinion question. My room now is littered with my comic book collection because uh, <laughs> I just, you know, comic book day and I've got a stack of books that I finished that I want to put in my collection in my long boxes. 
Uh, for those that collect here on the panel, that collect single issues, not just trades. Uh, do you... Trades, Jenny. Tra- Screw you. Randy. Randy. <laughs> Me uh, and Randy are going to have a full-on throwdown <laughs> one day. Uh, okay. So, trades are the best. That's not, that's not the debate. Not- <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for your single issues, do you, you know, because you're always adding to it if you get new, if you got a pull list every week. Or every other week, or every month, whatever you do, you're always adding to it. Do you put your books in alphabetical order in your long boxes? Do you even put them in long boxes? Do you bag and board them? Do you tape your bag and board shut? I wanted to hear it from you guys. How you guys handle your comic book collection? Oh, I, I can tell you because yeah. I've got a strategic plan. So oh. I, I'm up to I think six long boxes. Three. I only use three. The three other ones. So there's the ones that I go back to, but they're pretty much done. So, like, there were six issues and that's it. Um, like, Dead Body Road is one of those. But I still love pulling them out every now and again because the art's amazing. So I've got them into preference. So one box is just preferences of stuff that's already done that I'm not going to add to. Then I have the ones that I still get on my pull list. I still read them, but it might take me three months to read them. I don't jump on them right away. So they're not my favorite comics, but I'm still, I still enjoy them enough where I still get them. So I've got that in the second long box. And then it kind of goes from favorite to least favorite, mm-hmm. front to back. And then I've got my prize box. And my prize box are my Thief of Thieves, my Outcasts, my... Um, my hucks, those ones that I'm like, I can't wait for the next issue. And your ongoings, my ongoings that the moment I know what's coming out the next week, I'm sitting there going, is it Wednesday yet? And then they're kind of filed from favorite to least favorite, you know, in that box. So I've got my favorite box, my not so favorite box and my done, but they're too good to put away for a long period of time once. So, (laughs) and they're all bagged and tagged. They're they're in their sleeves, you know, closed up nice and, and tight. And then they have little tabs in between each so I can easily find them. So I've Album, got like to, by series, uh, by series. So I like, I took cardstock eight and a half by 11 cardstock, cut it in half. And then across the top, I'll have thief of thieves and it will go in the front. And then right after thief of thieves, it will say outcast. And that goes in front. So I can, I can tab to the comics that I want. And then I keep those in order from issue one to issue, whatever I'm on. All so, right. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? <laughs> um, I have, um, I have eight long boxes of. It's all messed up. It really like I try to originally try to organize it, mm-hmm. but I have so many that it it be it's like I need to take a day to do it. <laughs> uh, it's bad. Like Matt can tell you, it's. It's awful, like how yeah. like the amount. Um, it's a lot of long boxes. That's a lot. <laughs> I think I, I counted the other day, and it's almost three thousand comics. Um, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so they're all bagged, bored, and taped, uh, and put just in the boxes. So when I actually have the time, I will be getting. Uh, I will be organizing them by number. Uh, and by like most of like all my Deadpool will probably take up two boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everything else would just be like chronologically and alphabetized by what it is. Like I hate Fairyland will probably have like we'll go from like one to seven and then move on to the next thing. Uh, but right now it's a mess. <laughs> Interesting. Anybody else? 
Yeah, I do. Uh, so I'm up to. I just counted since they're all everything's out in my room because I went to a con a couple weeks ago. So I had to like dig through everything to pull stuff to get signed. Yeah. Um. So I am on my 16th long box. Um. Woo! But yeah, yeah, it's super messy right now. So yeah, I have. I have a big problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good right now because I've I've gone a little crazy with cutting stuff. But for a couple years, I was doing a little over a hundred every week, and it was wow. real tough. Yeah, because I read a lot of books. So hundred dollars um, a week or books? Yeah, hundred bucks a week. Yeah, I was gonna say because I don't think there's that many books that come out every week. No, no, no. Yeah, hundred hundred bucks. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, so I do Batman and then everything DC, um, and then pretty much everything Marvel and uh, all the series are alphabetical. So you separate um, by company, okay? Yeah, I separate by company, and then pretty much everything that's not DC and Marvel um, have their own boxes, and all those are in. So everything independent yeah. is all or image. Um, or so I put horse. everything in bags and boards, but I don't put the tape on them until after I've read the issue, so that I know. Um, and okay. then I have, I think, uh, I'm up to a long box and a half. Just of unread, which is actually really disappointing That's for me. That's tough, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, that makes it hard to go to like, all right, where do I start? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's really hard because I want to read everything. So it's like really hard to do it. Um, but right now, like you guys were saying, because I went through that con a couple weeks ago, I have stacks and stacks everywhere that I've been like, every time we do a podcast, I sit in here and I just look at it and think, I really need to do something about this. Because <laughs> it's not good right now. Everything's in order in their stacks, but I have way too much stuff that's not put in the box yet. So I'm probably going to end up at 17 once I start putting everything away. We'll see. I'll let you guys know. Interesting. Sweet. Uh, my collection is at, because I, I use a collector app, so I keep track of what I have. And I can, I can it's got like a wish list. Ooh. So. So when I'm in the book, when I'm in the store, I can be like, "Oh, let's pull up my wish list. What issues am I looking for for this run?" Yeah. Um, so my my actual own trades and books, I'm at seven fifty nine, and that's rebuilding the past three years. Nice. Um, going back because I sold my collection a few years back. So uh, anybody that can help me find old old issues, single issues of Morning Glories, help me out at Atomic Kingdom. I need to find them. There you go. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I, yeah, I was just trying to figure out if I want to go like you know just alphabetical, or do I want to go by publisher? Or you yeah. want to put all of those single issues in the recycling and get trades? You're, you're insane! Oh, you're insane! You're crazy! I hate the trades, to be honest. Oh, uh, you. you're like, all. I've, all got, I've, I've got a few few that I started on trades because I didn't obviously want to buy a ton of a. Uh, of individual ones, especially if they're on issue like fifty when I started. Yeah. So. I started on trade, like I started the Walking Dead on trades because I started Walking Dead when I think it was on issue forty, mm-hmm. like forty two ish, somewhere around there. So yeah. I, all my beginning ones are all trades of that. But I I don't know, like I, it's I'm not a fan of the trade. Easier to read, to easier to put on your bookshelf and keep all nice and neat. Not See, as nice to yeah, get signed, though. Yeah, you're right. They're, well, they are easier to get signed. I have my. They, they are easier to get signed. I have several trades signed, and it was very easy to get them signed. I would say, I would say, with trades for me, I don't like reading trade. I like collecting trades because I like mm-hmm. having the the run. When I read them, I'm worried about damaging the spine. Uh, see, I'm yes. way too careful to worry about that. I'm careful see, too, but I get par- I get paranoid. <laughs> you know? See, uh, 
I I started reading tr- uh, single issues uh, when I started working at my store, and I just started picking them up all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I pick up trades of things that I know I'll reread. Yeah, and like stuff that like uh, lately, like right now, I pick like the right now my pull list is super super light yeah. compared to what it used to be. So like I think there's only three things on it, and it's like. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but only like a variant version. Hmm. Uh, I hate Fairyland, and whatever. I love it's so good. Uh, And but but I get like all the variants for that that say like "fuck Fairyland." Yeah, Uh, yeah, I get all those too. Yeah, and and so it's like those two, and like if it's Godzilla related, it's on there. Um, But like lately, like if it's something that I know that if I read an issue and I know I want to read more, I will usually wait for trades yeah mm-hmm. like nail biter is something that i'm huge into but i've yeah. held myself back to being able to just get the trades when they come out yeah, i can't wait yeah. for nail biter man that's the there's two books that i read as soon as they come out on wednesday no matter what and, and nail biter is one yeah, of them for me because hack and sla- hack slash came out before i got into i got back into collecting so i i gotta go back and go back and get old issues but i i build my collection through the trades of those books same with Morning Glories. Like I have one through uh, seven of the trade, and I have right next to that the first saga. Saga I pick up as trades. I don't buy the book. Um, I used to be just like you guys. I used to get all those single issues, and it just got too stressful. <laughs> My stack would get too big. You know, <laughs> look at Randy it. Randy was, Randy was all just saying, "Mighty." It's true. I'm telling you, you will love it. If what you I don't do trades, you think you won't. You think you won't. I thought I wouldn't, but if you do, you'll love it. Mostly when I do trades, it's because it was a good book that I I couldn't get the like so like Dark Knight Returns. I got that yeah. as a trade or sure. Civil War or you know one of those good runs where yeah. Justice League Volume One. I have the New Fifty Two. I really enjoyed because it's Jim Lee and Jeff Johns. So I yeah. really enjoyed that that run. The first couple. Of yeah, seasons. I like to get trades of that kind of stuff too. If I definitely know I want to reread it, because um, like like you said, if I get like a run signed, like I have maybe three quarters of the Batman run double signed by Snyder and Capullo, Ooh. so I don't really like to touch them. Yeah. Um. So I've gotten like, like maybe two trades from from the run that, of get, stuff that see, I want to read again. And the, the one of my the, one of my absolute favorite runs on New Fifty Two was the was the Batgirl run that um. Damn it, I can't remember her name. Uh, Gail... Gail Simone. Simone. Gail Simone wrote. I really loved that run, and so I have the whole run uh, except for issue one. Yeah. So I got to find issue one, and then I have that whole run, and that makes me feel like I'm a, I'm a good human being inside. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel complete. But I bring this all up because this past week we talked to Joe Eisma, co-creator and artist of Morning Glories, which is going to have its series finale next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, issue 50, but there's a, there's an ellipses on that series finale, dot, dot, dot. Listen to the episode. Joe tells us everything about what they have planned for morning glories. And if there's going to be more in store or if it's ending at 50, if you mm-hmm. have not read morning glories, I think I can, I can say for Randy and myself and JD, you must read it. Yeah. It's addicting. Yeah. It's a very good story. It's can get confusing. It's not game of Thrones. Like, I don't know these characters names confusing, but it's just, it's, it can get Hard to follow science. There's a lot. Yeah, there, there's yeah. definitely a lot. And you got to be – you definitely got to be into it, I feel like. But it's easy to get into. So. It's so fun. They describe it and it's it's a good way to describe it. Lost meets Runaways. 
Uh, yeah, it's a good description. It's a good book. Go pick it up and then go listen. Go listen to our episode, uh, episode one sixteen with Joe Eisma, and follow him on on Twitter at Supa S U P A Joe. Uh, he's a good artist. I like him a lot. He's a good dude, and yeah. we really want to support issue fifty. So we're doing this thing on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Tag us, tag Super Joe at S U P A Joe with your copy that you bought of issue fifty. We'll send you an autographed copy of one of the Morning Glories books, autographed by by Joe. So nice. We'll, nice. Pick, we'll pick That's you at awesome. ra- we'll pick you at random, but you gotta take a picture of yourself with your your copy that you purchased. Oh, not, I'm totally gonna do that. Not a copy that of you standing in the comic book store with it. You gotta <laughs> right, right. Gotta, oh damn! You gotta buy it. Flash the receipt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so and then you know, hit us up, tag us at Atomic Geekdom at Super Joe S U P A Joe, and we'll send out an autographed copy that he gave us uh, a while back on his first visit that I have still sitting here uh, waiting to give away. So we'll do that. All right. Uh, let's let's do some cool questions here that we like to do. Um, we did a few of them last week, but I wrote down who answered them. So we could always do them again for the people that didn't answer these questions. I have a long list of questions now. Uh, (laughs) Jenny, I will allow you to pick from these three questions. All you have to pick is a, B or C. And then I will ask the question to everybody. So let me find the three I want to do, uh, that I want to choose from. So a, B, C. Okay, go. A. If time travel existed, which film would you want to experience in the theater instead of on home video? Would you like, like, which movie would you want to go back and experience in the theater? Even if you've seen it before? No. In the theater, or is it something you've it's never seen? It's gotta be seen something you've theater. never experienced in the theater that you've always wanted to have that theater experience for. Even though theater is kind of dead for people and they don't care, there is still people that wish they had seen Star Wars, the first one, in the theater when it first came out in 19. 19- well, you ruined it. Well, <laughs> who's not going to yeah, pick I mean, Star Wars if they weren't? Uh, I wouldn't. Oh, me. I'm not going <laughs> yeah, to. I, I was only two years old, but I saw the greatest movie in the theater. So mine's already bucket list marked off. But What is the greatest movie? Flash Gordon. Oh, good lord. Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you've no. seen it. this before, Jenny, but it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> oh, it's 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 epically bad. It's so good. All I right. love it. Go ahead. But um I would I would put uh 2001 Space Odyssey. Wow. All right. There you go. Hmm. Randy, I'll let you go since we all know what you're going to say. Yeah, I mean I I I guess I kind of experienced it like with the with the re-releases and the prequels, but just mm-hmm. I feel like just to be in that audience when you didn't know what you were going to see, mm-hmm. I think that would have been a great experience like not knowing Star Wars and just being surprised and in awe at what you saw. I think I think that must have been so awesome. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right, Johnny. Um boy, it's a, it's a toss up between two. Okay, that's fine. Say one, and if it doesn't get said by somebody else, I'll come back to you. All right, all right. Um, then I pick uh, Jaws. I would have you loved to have seen Jaws. You took mine. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Jaws is the, the ultimate shark movie, and I would have loved to have seen that in the theaters. Yeah. Not I, knowing what was going to happen. AMC, uh, play. I, I, I had it on TV at work, or uh, A&E, I think it was, not AMC. Maybe it was AMC. I don't know. They had Jaws 4 on, or Jaws to the Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then they played Jaws 3 after that. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? You're out of order here. <laughs> what world? Uh, even though Jaws 4 kind of like erases Jaws 3 from their memory like it never happened. Yeah, that was dumb. Anyway, uh, Jaws is a good one. I like that one. Uh, Matt? Raiders of the Lost Ark. I like that one. That's a good one, too. Yeah, that is good. 
That's cool. All right. All right. Justin? Nosferatu. Wow. All right. Nice. Nice. Ooh. T- taking it back. Nice. Yeah. I love that movie, and I would have loved to have been around when that first was in theaters. Yeah. Truly scared you. It, back then. I mean, to this fine. day, it's still kind of creepy. Oh, yeah. It's super creepy. But I would love to moves. have been, like, there for it. Like, it's a silent movie. Just like a straight up, like you're terrifying. Yeah, I yeah. I will say since two of mine were taken, and I knew they would be. Uh, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back would be one I'd want to see in the theater. Ooh, because uh, when that twist happens, I would want to experience it on my own. You know, like in a theater with a group of people, like just freaking out, like what? That's his dad? Yeah. What? Like it's crazy. So, all right, yeah, I, I love that whole like that whole thing in theaters with just like. You know, and when you go see Star Wars and everyone's cheering and stuff, like yeah. that's my favorite part of going to see those in theaters. Yeah. Johnny, did your second one get said? No, it didn't. Um, it would have been Jurassic Park. You didn't see oh, it in the theater. Yeah. I did not see it in the theater. Ah, oh, I loved. I had still had that. I can remember that experience in my mind. That one in Independence Day thing still ring clear for me as one of the best ex- movie experiences in my life. Yeah, my my parents were. Um, I mean, I I was how old was I then? Ninety six. Yeah, I was ten. You were 96? Um, <laughs> yeah, it was 96. <laughs> well, the problem was I couldn't get to the theater. Benjamin Button. They wouldn't let me drive anymore. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. But yeah, I, 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 you know, I was 10 at the time and my parents, uh, yeah. my parents weren't, weren't about that, that theater life sure. yet. I gotcha. Um, so did you go, yeah, you man, didn't, definitely you didn't, Jurassic Park. You didn't go to the 3D re-release last year or two years ago? Absolutely not. No, yeah. 3D is a mockery of film. So, <laughs> no. All right. Uh, do you guys want to do one more? Sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. I will let – I'll let Jenny pick again, but let me get three questions. Oh. Because she, she's a lady. No, she missed out on all the fun last week, and we had a good time last <laughs> week. So, uh, Yeah, we had good ones. two – all right, A, B, C, go. Uh, I'm going to go A again. Oh, all right. This is a two-parter. Two-part question. Which movie franchise would you want to be an actor or actress in, and which character would you want to play? Would it be a new one, already cast character, or an uncast role? Uh, it has. It could be an upcoming movie or a movie that has not been – it's got to be a movie that's been announced or already released. So which would you want to be in as an actor or actress, like – that you feel you can bring the presence of that character to better than maybe what, the person did. What type of movie you know? Any Go back. Any movie. Any movie. If I could be, if I could replace movie franchise though. So movie franchise. If I can replace the the actress or actor in it. <clears throat> oh God. Um. So Justin Moon Knight wouldn't count because it's not been announced. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I would say the Divergent series. Which character? The main one. Really? That's uh, what's her name? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We all I think she's a great actress, Cutie but Pie. I, I loved, <laughs> I, I loved those books and those movies. Were not good. Are not good, and I think the reason why is I don't think she captures the character because in the movies I'm watching and she just looks like a whiny bitch. Like I have no, I, I like when you watch Hunger Games, you get behind Katniss. You're like, yeah, sure. yeah. But you watch those movies, and you don't really care. I don't know. I never get that feeling. Like I want to get behind her and like go, yes, we've got this. Let's let's do this. I don't have that feeling, and I feel she brings a weakness to that character. 
Okay. I would I would go in there and kick ass. <laughs> so yeah, I would I would say the Divergent series. All right, Justin. Uh, well, the only because it's like my it was like the biggest of my childhood uh, memories was watching this all the time. I would be probably in the Power Rangers movie. Which I Ranger? Would, uh, I I couldn't be the Red Ranger on. I don't think I could pull that off. So I would have to stick with the Blue Ranger. There you go. The nerdy one. Okay. Yeah, because that's the one I feel like I can play. I can't be like the macho, like martial arts dude of the green or the red. I would have to be like the nerdy guy. So I would go Blue Ranger. Okay. That works. All right. Uh, Johnny? Now, did you say it has to be replacing someone or or can you be an original character? It's got to be a character that's been announced, though. A character, oh shit, a character that's been announced. You're, okay. you're recasting the character. <laughs> um, then I uh, recast... Yourself uh, as? But yeah, I, I would recast myself as uh, the Human Torch that Chris Evans played. Okay. I thought you would have said Ollie on the re- and, re- and really, I do it for Jenny's benefit so she can get out of this <laughs> mindset of I hate Chris Evans as Captain America because he played Human hey, Torch. Thank I'm say- you! Thank Welcome. you. Oh no! Oh, no, no. Yeah. oh boy! Now he's just exactly. pandering. I get into that. <laughs> exactly. You see what I'm getting at? I like that. Well, There's I don't agree with you, but I, but, <laughs> but, I, but I want to save you because uh, I feel like you're missing out on such great Chris Evans Captain America hype. No, um, I love the Chris Evans Captain America hype. I just it took me a really long time with Captain America not to see him as a Human Torch. I hate when the same actor right, does right. different comic book Let's characters. Let's not get into this again. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Matt, what do you got for us? Oh, boy. All right. So uh, we're recasting from like a franchise or just from like a single movie? Uh, you would be the character for multiple movies, so it's a franchise. Oh. <laughs> That kind of ruins like all my choices. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to replace Michael, Michael Myers? Myers? My, no, I'll be the thing in Fantastic Four with me, buddy. <laughs> no, I'll be I'll be Michael Myers in the Halloween series. What would be your other answer if if I loosened it up? What would be your other answer? Oh, I would kind of want to be Captain Hook in Hook. I would I would want to replace Dustin Hoffman in that movie. Okay. Yeah, even though he did a really good job, I just. Yeah, yeah, that's why you hate to say you want to replace them because yeah, all, right. Yeah. Some of the ones you love, but, uh, so but I, it just it seems like it'd be so much fun, you know, playing with oh, Robin yeah. Williams and uh, mm-hmm. all those other guys. So, all right, Randy, you're up. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say anything where I could be like an evil wizard. So, I mean, the first thing in my head's obviously Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Um, but just for the sake of hype, I'm gonna say Warcraft, and I should be Medivh. Because I'd make a dope Medivh, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Where, I don't You're know what that, but that's cool. I, I don't know anything about it, so yeah. No, he, he's just a wizard, and he's not good. He's, oh, a, he's, okay. a, he's a bad wizard, and I like I like magic, I like wizards, well, and I tend to like villains. But he yeah. tries so hard to be he good. Tries. He, he tries. He wants to be good. It's not his fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I don't know, Harry Potter, Warcraft, something like that. Somewhere I have magic. All right. That's what I'm all about. Ooh, I'd also be really happy being Shredder. That'd be fun, too. Mm, that's a franchise. Yeah. There you go. Mm, yeah. yeah. 
Harry Potter is a franchise, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I def- yeah. And, and, it, and, it, and it gives me an excuse to wear a cloak. I think cloaks are awesome. Yep. I liked I like yeah. Johnny's exasperated response to that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> of it course is. it is, you fool. <laughs> Guys, no, guys, wait, hold on, hold on. It's just one continuously long movie? Yeah, it's just one continuously right? long movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one, yeah. <laughs> breaking news, breaking news. A red ship and a blue ship have just collided in the Caribbean. Apparently the survivors are marooned. Uh, wow. Don't. What is, don't. What is happening here? <laughs> I like that one. Oh, I, man. How I, much does a hipster weigh no. in Instagram? Oh, God. Uh, I, I knew that one. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Not, not boo to your delivery, boo to the joke. Boo. <laughs> All right. Uh, mine would be. Oh, boy. Uh, you... I, <laughs> Did I you forget w- to think of one again? No, I've been thinking about it the whole time and I'm trying to narrow it down. I would okay. I would replace uh, the awful Shia LaBeouf in, in, in Crystal Skull. Oh, yeah. I would right. like to be Indiana Jones. There's a lot more than Shia LaBeouf that you have to fix, though. With I could, <laughs> I could help. I could help, though. I would replace Big Megatron. Help. Megatron. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. All right, we're at about a, an hour twenty. I think that's good enough. We'll save some more for other times. I got lots of questions. Uh, Matt and uh, Justin, what was your last Two Bro Geeks episode about? Lots of uh, things. There's a <laughs> lot of different things. YouTube. Wait, Matt, did, wait, wait. Matt, did you rec- – yeah, it was about scary t- – we were talking about te- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out of our shell. Oh, and, yeah. I never all, retweeted those. Yeah, it, oh, yeah. Um, and the Christmas we, special and the, and the, the Don't, and the talk, don't to talk to Strangers music video. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we also talked about your YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, I binge-watched those the other day. Sweet. Uh, if okay. you guys want to watch those, those are uh, interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, Johnny, Randy, the pals, what would you guys talk about on Just Two Pals this week? Uh, well, movies? we talked about, yeah, our movies, our uh, yeah. top five favorite movies uh, midway through 2016. Um, and then we talked about some duds. We talked about some hopefuls, uh, some ones that we wished were better. And Focused on Brand- movies, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. That's all okay. we did. I asked Johnny what his favorite movie trope was. You guys have? Oh one? yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about movie tropes. What was? Oh wow. What What do you What do you mean? Define that for me. Well, my one of my favorite movie tropes was um, when uh, I did a horror one when the when the guy wakes up in the middle of the night from a terrifying dream, some nightmare, like some clown was chasing him, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Oh, good thing it was just a dream." And then he rolls over, and the clown's right there in the bed with oh, him. Okay, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, 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 classic trope. There you go. So yeah, mostly movie stuff, lots of okay. stuff, movies, TVs, comics, you know that that whole bit. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that Just Two Pals are all yeah, about. Just Two right. Pals, talking about it all, Dave. Uh, the Two Broke Geeks, you guys are on Twitter at? 2BGPod. <laughs> and then the Just Two Pals, you guys are on Twitter at? I'm going to say it. We're at Just Two Pals. All right. Yeah, uh, we're Just Two Pals. Yeah. Atomic Kingdom Podcast, we put up two episodes, not including this one. Uh, the first episode was Jenny, J- JD, and I talking about Game of Thrones, wrapping that up. And Fun. then uh, uh, JD and I talked to Joe Eismo, like we talked about before, and you can get both of those. Uh, all of these podcasts on the Atomic Kingdom Network, you find find Atomic Kingdom Network, are all on iTunes, so please subscribe, please leave reviews, tell your friends, help us out, please. Uh, we are on Twitter, at Atomic Kingdom, and uh, another fun show next week. 
looks to be even more action-packed and uh, crowded with guests. So uh, let, us, let us know how we're doing. Anything you'd like us to add to these geek outs where we're just pretty much going through news and yelling at each other and then having fun with each other, talking about weird, crazy questions. Yeah. If you've got questions for oh us. Oh, my gosh. Did you hear about this sh- uh, fire at the shoe factory? 200 souls were lost. Oh, no. Guys, why does a chicken coop only have two doors? Because if it had four doors, it would be a chicken sedan. Jenny. Guys. Jenny. Guys, I, I, I don't. I, I, I give up. The last guy, Jenny. walks into a pharmacy oh. and says, give me some chapstick and put it on my bill. Jenny, the last word. Save us. Holy hell. That's two words, but I'll take it. <laughs>